This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you. Thank you very, very much for uh, tuning in. In a short while, we're going to have a very, very exciting guest who's right in the middle of, uh, I guess, one of the most important group of campaigns in American history, and that's the 2022 midterm elections. And it's uh, none other than Congressman Lee Zeldin, who made quite a... uh, 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 Quite a career for himself in the United States Congress. Uh, I think everyone remembers uh, whether wh- whatever side you were on in the impeachment inquiry, the the, the strength of his argument and and uh, and how how good he was. And wh- when we compare it to his opponent, um, uh, uh, Hochul, who, who who I call pay for play Hochul because she's involved in so many scandals. I mean, she's I'm not going to say she's inarticulate. Well, maybe she is. I mean, she hardly makes sense. And she hardly appears. I mean, she's running like most of the Democrats. I mean, the kind of the, the Fetterman Biden approach. Um, not all of them have basements like Biden did. I think eventually Democrats are going to like each one of them can build a basement so that they can stay there during the campaign. Um, there's no way, uh, um, no, there's no way that she's going to debate Zeldin. I mean, he'd, 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 I mean, the campaign would be over. But the next day, he'd be up by five points if they debated. I mean, you would see that um, there's there's nothing there. There's nothing there but a, a local hack politician who's looking to make a couple million dollars for a husband with a stadium that she's soaking us for, and uh, and with three or four pay for play deals that are outrageous and only getting away with it because she's a Democrat. So um, this is Adam's Day, isn't it? I mean, the front page of the New York Post and the middle pages of the New York Post are a disaster for him. Remember, this is a newspaper that supported him for mayor. It's probably the newspaper that put him over the top because it gave him credibility as a guy who was the most serious candidate on reducing crime and could do something about reducing crime. And uh, there's a lot, you know, going back and forth, and we'll play a little of it and talk about it, where he basically says that they're really, the crime on the subways is more perception than reality, and there's a heck of a reaction to that. Um, let me tell you, uh, let me tell you the ending before we go through. The ending is, I don't care what he says. Meaning, if you were reducing crime, he could say anything he wanted. And he could go out all night, as far as I'm concerned. Any any club he wants, as long as he's acting legally. Uh, as long as uh, uh, violent crime is up 40% in the subways, crime overall is up 34% in the city, people are frightened as hell uh, to go out, and people aren't coming to New York because of the fear of crime, and this new random crime is becoming epidemic, uh, a crime that... Um, yeah, we've had we've had this before, but not in this uh, in this way, not in this bold, completely um, entitled kind of way. That's the way they commit crimes. And I have no doubt where it comes from. I know uh, the Democrats will oppose this bitterly, but, you know, I'm right. This comes from 2020. 
that what we are watching now is the unfolding of an example that was set in 2020 uh, for about five months. Let's let's consider it the um, you know the big uh, day, daytime soap opera of 2020, which is smash down a store, take everything out that you want, and look at the police doing nothing. So you watch that one time, two times, three times, four times, five times, 1,000 times, 2,000 times, 3,000 times, and you figure if you're a person that verges in that direction, I can do that too. And then you start doing it, and you are doing it too. So how often do we see a replay of 2020 on our television screens, whether it's in New York or Los Angeles, or they go into the store, 20 of them, 30 of them, they rip everything apart, they take everything. Where's the police? Watch, maybe, maybe if we're lucky, watching. It's not the police fault. It's the fault of, because these are all happening in Democrat cities. Now, some of the lying Democrats, like Fetterman and a few others, I don't, I don't even know if he understands this, say, well, some of these are Republican states, but the cities are all Democrat. The cities with records for crime are all Democrat mayors who think of themselves like Adams does as a progressive, someone who is stupid enough to say all the immigrants should come here to, uh, including the illegal immigrants, including, uh, you know, uh, the ones that come in and come over the border violating our laws because we're a sanctuary city. Now he doesn't have the beds. He doesn't have the money. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So he's inviting them to his home, but he can't fit them in his house. What kind of jerk does that? Or hopeless ideologue. Or hopeless suck-up to the Democrat Party. So that's what we got in Adams. Forget this stuff about the stupid things that he says. But boy, does he say stupid things. I mean, this guy is dumber than I thought. He really is. For a mayor dealing with the crime problem he's dealing with, to go on and even suggest a teeny bit, that this is a question of you know, perception, and the press is ca- causing it. Man, I am willing to attack the press almost, almost over anything, <laughs> but not crime. The press doesn't cause crime. Mr. Adams has a lot more to do with the crime in the city than the press does, and so does his uh, good friend who he has, says nothing negative about, Governor Hogel, who's done absolute squat about crime except help to increase it. Here he is, a major Democrat, and he's watching this crime creator uh, try to get elected mayor, uh, governor. Hochul is singularly, along with Cuomo, responsible for it with the bail laws. He even criticizes the bail laws, but he doesn't tell you what to do about it because those bail laws are going to remain the same if she gets reelected. He's got to have the guts to break with his party. That makes him a mayor rather than a suck-up politician who isn't too smart because he says stupid things to get himself in trouble. Wow, did he say stupid things on the show on Sunday with um, with Chris Wallace. 
And let's let's listen to cut three. I think maybe that would um, summarize a good deal of it and um, how, how this guy is like knifing himself to death here. You're saying that the crime problem in this city is more perception than reality? No, it's a combination of both. Uh, New Yorkers must be safe. But, but, Mayor, the New York City crime statistics are that year to date, crime in the subways is up 41% over the same period last year, and serious crime, major felonies, are up even more than that. That's not perception. That's reality. If you do an analysis of the six major cities in America, the crime waves is tackling all of our cities. New York City is the safest. So, yes, we have a real crime problem that we are addressing. But part of that is the perception that every day those six crimes are being highlighted over and over again. I mean, this is enormously helpful and extremely, extremely comforting to the man uh, whose wife was assaulted. And then when he uh, tried to help her, he was punched over the head. Uh, then a kitchen knife was taken out, and, he, and the guy tried to stab him to death. And the woman luckily had mace and sprayed it on the guy. This is the subways that are, it's just perception. It's the press. See, if the press didn't cover that, it wouldn't happen. Now, that's, I mean, please, I don't like to call people stupid, but isn't that stupid? I mean, that's dumb. Or how about how about the ninja guy that shows up and he goes after some other guy who's got emotional problems and he starts attacking him with some kind of sword? That's caused by the press? Or it's caused by... The failure of the mayor and governor, who has a big responsibility for the subways, to police the subways properly. Uh, Explain to me why that didn't happen when I was mayor, and it's happening now. Explain to me why there are nine murders on the subway, which he doesn't think is a lot, except it's four to five times what it was for most of the last 20 or 25 years. Four or five times, pal. And uh, violent crime is up 41%, and serious violent crime is up 45%. Those are big numbers. Those are not small numbers. It doesn't help uh, someone who's, you know, in Bellevue Hospital with a massive concussion and a broken nose and a broken rib to tell them things are worse in Philadelphia because they're even more uh, 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 crazy in Philadelphia. They're even more pro-criminal, and they've gone further along the road to communism than we have. Now, that's really helpful while you're laying in bed, right? Or, you know, it's really uh, – the New York Post is really causing the crime problem by by giving people uh, information about crime. Sounds like Adams wants the same coverage Biden is used to, which is don't cover anything he does wrong so you mislead the public. You know, cover up the hard drive so we don't find out before you become mayor that you're a crook we find out after. Uh, I mean, this is a this is a this is, I would say, a crossroads for Adams. This 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 uh, mayoralty is either going to revive because he's going to wake up, slap himself in the face, and say, let, "Let me start acting like a man," you know, just like uh, the Godfather did with uh, with the singer Johnny Fontaine. 
Slap, slap, slap. Act like a man. Stop crying. Stop complaining. Or he's going to continue to do this Democrat, double-talk, stupid stuff that even partisans like Chris Wallace find ridiculous. And he's going to, he's going to destroy himself. Well, who cares about him? What I care about are all the people that are being victimized in this city. And it doesn't help to tell me that they're getting victimized more somewhere else. Well, we'll be back very shortly. And uh, uh, pretty soon we're going to have uh, Congressman Zeldin uh, with us. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, back uh, with you on the Rudy uh, Giuliani Show. And we were talking about crime in the city, which is also a problem throughout the state of New York. And although we put a lot of the responsibility on Mayor Adams, the reality is the subway ultimately is the governor's responsibility. And the fact that Rochester is the leading city for crime in uh, in the state is a state issue. So we have with us our, I would say, our only hope of saving this state, Lee Zeldin, who is the uh, Republican and conservative candidate for for um, for governor and is within a hair's breadth, if not tied with uh, with her after being 20 points behind. Lee? Hey, Mayor, it's great to be with you. So what is it? Uh, I mean, I guess that this is a silly question, but you go back and forth in the different states, and the main issue is either crime or the economy. In our yeah, state, what, what are New Yorkers most concerned about, and how are you going to address it? Yeah, your, your finger's on the pulse. Obviously, uh, people all across the, the state care about rising crime. They care about rising costs. Now, this is a no-brainer to... The two of us, we, we get it just by talking to people on the streets, just life, whether you're inside of a, a blue city or you're inside of a, a red county. And this governor is making things worse. She's refusing to lead. She's, she doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, and she's not proposing to overhaul cashless bail and give judges discretion away dangerousness. She's not looking to crack down on uh, a Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg who refuses to enforce the law who should be removed. And that list goes on. For us, we know what to do, and, and we can start on day one. I said the first thing I will do, the first day that I'm in office, is tell the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg that he's being fired. And we're going to declare a crime emergency here in the state of New York. And we're great idea, by, great idea, by the way, and that's really sticking them with their own uh, their own process. Absolutely terrific yeah. idea. Go ahead. And this is something that the governor has the authority to do. The governors in the past have done this as well. And with that authority, we are going to suspend New York's cashless bail law, raise the age, less is more, the discovery law changes, and the HALT Act. Force the state legislature to the table. We are not going to wait at all for us to be able to lead in making progress to ensure that handcuffs are going on criminals, not on cops, that they're not going on the criminal justice system. I want law-abiding New Yorkers to be able to walk the streets and ride the subways without having to worry about their head being on a swivel because they might become the next victim. What do you make of this thing that he's done in the last couple of times he's on television with this is a matter of perception caused by the press? with regard to the 40% increase in violent crime on the subways. 
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Well, a few things. One is people are seeing with their own eyes the crimes. They're seeing the videos. They're seeing the pictures. They're watching the stories. The stories are factual. It's not like the media is just making up the story. And people now have either become victims. They know others who have become victims. They've been in moments where they felt like they might become a victim and they weren't. Their routine has changed where they used to walk 15 blocks. Uh, on a beautiful I know thing, that. instead they'll ride an Uber to go two blocks. You know, they're a Jewish person riding the subway, and they have to take their yarmulke off. It's a woman who hugs a pole or grabs a guardrail because they're afraid of being pushed in front of an oncoming subway car. All of these are realities that New Yorkers are facing, and you can't ignore it. And what the, what New Yorkers want is for their elected officials at every level, it doesn't matter what position you're in, doesn't matter what party you are, they want everybody everywhere doing everything in their power to fight it. And they definitely don't want to get the response of there's nothing to see here. Look away. You know, that's a very good point. I mean, this is not a Republican-Democrat issue. Uh, uh, getting banged over the head, getting raped, getting killed, uh, your children being in jeopardy of, uh, of being the victim of a crime, uh, it's, not a, it's not a partisan issue. It's an overall humanitarian issue. That's right. And there's no discrimination there based off of what your party registration is. And it's uh, as personal as it gets. I mean, I two Sundays ago had a drive. I remember that was shooting on my front yard. My 16 year olds are at home on a, on a quiet Sunday afternoon doing their homework. When the gunshots went off and then they heard a screaming, they thought those three people were coming for them. And they hid in the upstairs bathroom, called 911 and they were there for a while not even knowing if those people had entered the house. And, and this isn't just, you know, it, it can happen to anyone when it, it happens to me. I'm a, I'm a four-term member of Congress running for governor. It happened at my house. Yeah, I know. And you're, you're, you also were attacked. Uh, uh, and uh, by the way, you handled yourself <laughs> terrific. We can see your military training. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you, you were attacked also. I mean, this is un, un, unprecedented. You have, you've had two attacks, one on you, one on your family. And, and I'll still keep going out into the community uh, wherever I'm supposed to be. If there was a crime that was committed uh, an hour from now, I have no issue, even if it's the most dangerous part of New York, to be there right afterwards to highlight what else needs to get done in order to ensure that this stops. But that's a very clear piece of contrast between Kathy Hochul and I, because when that, that happens, she says, well, that's the last place in the world she'll ever show up. Well, tell us where they can get in touch with you and, and donate Zeldin, money. Zeldin for New York.com, Z-E-L-D-I-N-F-O-R. New York is spelled out. Zeldin for New York.com, and we're on social media, too. Election Day, November 8th. You're running a great campaign, Lee. And we depend on you. I know it's a heavy responsibility. God bless you. And we're, Thanks, we're now going to take a short break, and we'll be back right after that break. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. 
is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. And I think that was a very enlightening interview with uh, hopefully the next governor of the state of New York, Lee Zeldin, to replace pay for play Kathy, who um, seems to spend most of her time trying to figure out how she can make money. Um, and as a former U.S. attorney, I would tell you blatantly illegally, uh, pay for play is just a euphemism for bribery. Remember quid pro pro quo? Pay for play. Quid pro quo. Well, never mind. Wouldn't be the first uh, governor of New York that had to resign in a scandal. The last two Democrats also did. So how about we grow up, not make the same mistake a third time? This time, let's take a chance on a Republican. Maybe maybe the Republican won't have to resign in scandal. Uh, Hochul shown every every indication she will have to. She's already doing more pay-for-play schemes than Cuomo, or at least she's doing them more publicly and uh, ineptly because we find them. So uh, uh, Pfizer is probably telling you why they push this uh, vaccine so much. Uh, they're going to charge $110 a dose for the new COVID vaccine. Uh, that's going to be about three times more than the president, and they're pretty confident that uh, Biden will give it to them. He's already done a $3.2 billion deal with uh, Pfizer, I think Pfizer was the one that held off the vaccine uh, so that Trump wouldn't get elected. Pretty sure it was Pfizer or was it Moderna? I don't know. Maybe somebody can correct me. Not as bad as the 51 uh, intelligence people who said it was, you know, hard drive was Russian collusion. However, I'm going to expose all of that in my podcast that's coming out later today. Uh, which is called uh, The Spies Who Lie, or The Lying Spies, or whichever you would like, and it'll be at RudyGiulianiCS.com. Someone asked me last night on the baseball uh, 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 program that I'm doing on YouTube and get Getter and Twitter, uh, someone asked me what CS stands for. It stands for Common Sense. Common Sense. $110 a dose for Pfizer. That's a big number. Could create a lot of temptation. Also, do you think they should change the name vaccine since it doesn't prevent the disease? Didn't you always think vaccines prevented diseases? So I'm trying to figure out how much this will cost per month because this Pfizer thing lasts about four months. So I mean, that's a lot of money per month. Also, I mean, there have been more than enough studies that show that the people who are vaccinated get infected at almost the same rate, if not the same rate, as the people who aren't. This is a vaccine? I mean, at best, it's a temporary short-term treatment. But since we now lie as a matter of government policy, uh, who knows? I mean, I could be canceled for that, just eliminated. You think money had something to do with all this? What do you think? Uh, I'm talking now to smart people. People, people listen to my show are smart people. You buy all this bull? You can't figure out what the whole con operation was with this, with these vaccines? I got it figured out, you know, quite some time ago. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr., in his book that they try to hide and, and cover up, which had sold well over a million copies, Kind of proves it with about 2,000 footnotes. <laughs> I love the footnotes. You know, being a lawyer, there's something about it 
So let's go to Mike in Westchester who wants to talk about uh, the funeral that I was just about to talk about. But I'll let Mike do it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mr. Mayor, pleasure to speak to you. Um, I served under you under the 90s. As oh, God bless you. Thank you. And thank you for your service. Um, just want to tell you, uh, the people of East Hartford yes. couldn't have done anything better. It was a tremendous turnout, tremendous, where they actually had to push it back. The service was scheduled for 11. They pushed it to 12 because so many uniform officers were still coming. God bless them. And That's all, officers, let's tell them yeah. that officers, Dustin DeMonte and Alex Angie, yeah. who were killed, and the hero, doctor, uh, doctor Officer Alex Iorado, who shot and killed uh the murderer. Thank God he did. So the families don't go through hell during the trial. But I wanted to just say, I was standing next to four detectives, and they came all the way from Detroit. Good. Good. And drove all night. So they're, they're quoting. They're quoting. I guess this is an AP. They're quoting a lieutenant Ernie Lucero from Thornton, Colorado. He came, and it was his first time in Connecticut. Yeah. I mean, it was tremendous. The stadium was packed, and it was at UConn Stadium, and it was it was a sight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just a tragedy. And also, I mean, we have to we have to note that the uh, number of police shootings, killings and attacks is at record levels. And I think we can we can thank 2020 for this Black Lives Matter, George Soros. Yeah. And uh, uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris, who helped to bail out a lot of the Black Lives Matter people, uh, who are are, and to the two detectives, I said, you know what, this is happening too much. It was an ambush. The only times we come here is for a tragedy. Yeah, well, we've got to stop this, and uh, our opportunity is in a couple of weeks. And thank you very, very much for calling and and uh, to the families of both the officers, Laura, who's uh, officer now, I think he's Lieutenant DeMonte. Yes, uh, and the officer is a sergeant. And the officer is a sergeant yes. to his wife, Kath, Caddy, Katie, are, are um, not just our condolences. It's, it's, it's so weak to say condolences, our love. And I'm sure uh, Tunnels and Towers was there paying off the mortgage for their home. I know they were. So God bless you and all of your brothers and sisters. So let's go to Allison in New Jersey. Hi, Mr. Giuliani. How are um, you, Allison? I'm good. And, you know, your previous caller, Mike, I that's really struck a nerve with me. I've been to my fair share of I know you law enforcement funerals as well. And I'm glad to hear they had such a great turnout. Um you know, there's nothing more devastating than when you get outside and they start with the back. Yeah, and, and I know I know people say, well, does it help? It actually it helps to start mobilizing the effort against crime, to really mobilize it. And uh, 
uh, and give people a sense of how important this is. We're, we're at a turning point right now. If we go any further with this crime thing, we're going to lose complete control of it if we haven't already. But uh, go ahead. What, what did you call about, Allison? Well, I wanted to talk about Steve Bannon, actually, because I had heard that today he was sentenced uh, to four months in prison. And he's appealing it, so hopefully he'll win his appeal. He, he will um, if he has an honest court. Yeah, um, but what bothers me is that when we were going through Fast and Furious, um, Eric Holder, who was the attorney general at the time, was held in contempt, and nothing happened to him. Why? Why do you think? <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you think that is? I think it's the double standard, the <laughs> hypocrisy. I, yes, ma'am. I, I think there are there's a lot of reasons that I can't state on the radio. Yeah, but it's our, our, a criminal justice system, a vaunted, wonderful system of justice, the greatest in the world, although imperfect, has become crooked. Yeah, well, you worked for the Justice Department, so you tell me. what, what do you? Breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, I worked for the Justice Department, and there was a great deal – of idealism uh, involved in that. And uh, that's all gone. I mean, the Justice Department uh, could just as well be an operation of a police state, the way this uh, crooked attorney general runs it. I mean, it's u- basically used to torture opponents of the president. I mean, if you consider if you consider what Bannon was prosecuted for, it's totally nuts. And uh, Hunter Biden is staying at home, and Jill Biden says he's innocent. Uh, innocent? I mean... <laughs> It's on paper. It's on paper. It's absolutely on paper, the crimes that that uh, her her stepson committed. But the worst crimes are committed by her husband, who got, I mean, thirty one million dollars from China. That was that was for that was for a legal reason. I I don't think China does anything for a legal reason. It was a bribe. Uh, Well, in any event. Please join the Red Apple Audio Network on October 26 at 10 a.m. As we remember the life of a member of the Red Apple Media and 77 WABC family, Bernard McGurk, with a special mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. All are invited. For more information and to watch the live stream of the service Wednesday, head over to WABCRadio.com. And if you plan on attending, please email at rsvp at wabcradio.com. That's rsvp at wabcradio.com. This morning I was on the Bernie and Sid show, of course, with Sid. And Sid, before I came on, played a a, a tape of a video uh, that goes back many, many years. And it's uh, Bernard interviewing me. Uh, as a man in the street when I was mayor and basically kidding around about the fact that he and Imus were responsible for the reduction in crime in uh, Times Square by putting up some kind of a big frightening mummy that frightened all the criminals away. It wasn't me and the police, and, and we have sort of a debate, debate about that. And I, I, I remembered it immediately as soon as Sid played it, and it was early in the morning. Not that early for me, early not for Sid, or it would have been for Bernie. And I got to tell you, uh, I did. It was everything I could do not to cry, because uh, I remembered it, you know, like it was yesterday. It was a great man. He's a great man, and boy, we're gonna miss him, miss him, miss him, miss him. Uh, let's go to Tom. 
Hi, Mr. Mayor. This is a pleasure. Um, I grew up in Staten Island. I'm actually currently a uh, New York City teacher, so I appreciate everything you did. Uh, but on the subject, what you were referring to before about Eric Adams and how he should support Lee Zeldin, he absolutely should. And I was telling your producer, I think he's you. secretly, I think he's secretly hoping Zeldin wins. But he has aspirations for future within the Democratic Party, and he knows that if he did the right thing and came out and supported Zeldin, he would basically put the nail in his coffin for anything in the future. But he, he should, as you said, for purposes of leadership, because this city is and state are out yeah, of control. Yeah, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you a slightly different perspective on it, which is if this country is going to change in the direction it has to change and we're going to save it, the fact that he supports Zeldin should make him a much more attractive candidate for president. Because it would be a demonstration, except to the most partisan idiots, that he can put the city first. I mean, uh, and, and hopefully we're going to get to, and we have to be aiming to a country where we elect people who put America first, who put the city first. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. uh, if we, if we get there, someone like, um, someone like Adams could be, um, attractive. Now, I, I had that, I, I gave that advice, uh, once to, uh, Andrew Cuomo, which was to remain a moderate Democrat because there may come a day when they're going to need you. So let me give you the scenario. God willing, we defeat them in the House and the Senate, and we defeat them in a way that's devastating. And then we defeat them again in 24, and we destroy their party at the top. We cut the head off. The Democrat party's not going to go away. There are many, many good Democrats, millions and millions and millions of good Democrats. They're going to want to go in a somewhat different direction. That's what that's what happens to political parties who get their heads kicked in. It's happened to the Democratic Party with uh, Clinton and and uh, and uh, Dick Morris can explain that probably better than anyone who's on this network and my good friend. Or it happened with the Republican Party with with uh, with Trump. So it can happen to them. They can become a mainstream party again. Most of their people are probably mainstream. They're just being led horribly. So somebody like that could be uh, sort of an outlier. I mean, he could be a guy, whereas if he goes in the other direction, which is where he is right now, and sort of kisses up to the party and doesn't care about the people, which is what he's doing big time, all he is is just another one of the, you know, 100, 200, 300 crooked Democrats. I mean, we should listen uh, uh, for for a moment to uh, the uh, video, uh, I think it's cut two from one of his aides, Chris uh, Baugh, who was secretly uh, taped uh, by uh, Project Veritas. And uh, actually play one and two, and then we'll go to the break. The mayor thinks he's got, like, ambition for running for president. Like, this is it for you. Like, no, you can't. You are very corrupt, and like lots of other issues. How so? Um, like he's worth two and a half million dollars. He has rental properties, and like all he's ever done is be a cop and a civil servant. So what he's basically saying is that Adams isn't capable of handling the migrant crisis, which we can see. I mean, he's, he's built a tent city. He's got five people in it. <laughs> he doesn't seem to know how to get them there. He invited them here, and he doesn't have the resources for them. 
This is like inviting some, this is like inviting 500 people to a house that holds three. Uh, gotta be something wrong with you to do that. So it sounds like Boz on target when, uh, he is taped saying he's not capable. That may be the first strike against him that Adams is not capable. Uh, and number two, he says, and this I have no support for, so I just leave it with, with Ball, which says that he's corrupt. The Democratic Party is corrupt. I cannot tell you that, that, um, that Adams is, uh, nor would I support that, except to tell you that this guy is saying it, which I should report to you. I mean, this guy is a high-level Democrat, and he was being taped, uh, I, I believe, un- under, undercover. So that's, I mean, that, that's something that has to be considered. Although I would draw no conclusions from it. Just keep it in the back of your head if any other de- evidence develops. We'll now take a short ba- break and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. For the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, mayor's final thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show and the mayor's final thoughts. Brought to you by T2T.org, Tunnel to Towers. The organization that's there with the check for uh, the mortgage for uh, people who offices and in the military and civilian like the two today uh, who die in the line of duty and also there to build smart homes for those who are catastrophically injured. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Dr. Uh, Ryan and I, Dr. Maria Ryan and I will be, will be, uh, doing uncovering the truth and we're going to go into the CDC mandate, mandating vaccines for children, which of course is in and of itself false advertising, which I, I wonder why nobody pursues because it's not a vaccine. Vaccines, uh, uh, prevent diseases. This vaccine does not prevent COVID. <laughs> Even though it was sold that way by, uh, conman Biden. So let's let's uh, let's I, I can't resist this because you, you got to know how impaired your president is and how the Democrat Party and his wife are uh, uh, are covering it up. And I know you don't attack a president's wives and I won't. But I mean, there is an issue of uh, can a, can a man who can't figure out that a person's dead and doesn't recognize his wife and walks in the wrong direction and falls going upstairs be uh, be the guy who's got his finger near the button so let's let's listen to him get completely confused and kind of make uh, and and uh, this kind of fits the Fetterman endorsement since Fetterman couldn't speak and didn't speak at his endorsement he wants to be a senator a senator that doesn't talk and doesn't understand English except through a computer so here's Biden sort of mistakenly endorsing his wife. Let's listen to this. We're running. I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're going to you're going to be a great, uh, a great lady in the Senate. Uh, uh, I said before- uh, hey, dope. The guy, uh, the person running is Fetterman, that big giant guy who looks like a goofball whose parents support him and he lives at home with them. The big goofball, you know, the one like you who who basically is suspected of having cognitive impairment. And since he doesn't understand the language, it seems like a pretty good guess. But I'd like to conclude with the with the with the uh, tape that we were talking about with uh, with uh, Bernard McGurk, uh, which goes back. Oh, my. I think this is probably ninety five, ninety six. So um, 
And this is this is something that was unexpected. It was like uh, uh, Bur- Bur- uh, Bernie used to do man in the street stuff with uh, with uh, um, I'm so let's let, let's play it. We have one more gentleman, sir. Can you step up over here, please? Can you step up, please, sir? We're gonna have, we have another responder to the poll, <laughs> sir. Uh, do you, believe, do you believe the uh, president had sex with Monica Lewinsky? I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't been able to make up my, my mind. Do you think he uh, groped Kathleen Willey in the White House? I don't know. Bernard <laughs> is talking to the mayor of New York City, Rudolph Giuliani. No. This is Mayor Giuliani. Well, what do you know? Well, congratulations, by the way, on the drop in crime here in Times Square. Are you okay this morning? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, we, bother you or... Nobody bothered me. We have the human scarecrow up on the uh, demo time there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Great man. Memorial service on Wednesday. Remember uncovering the truth and my podcast. We'll see you on Sunday. God bless America. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani.